0: show on the road so welcome everyone to bring your own mech i'm your host reed i use they them pronouns and you can find me at reed plays on the twitters and today um, i'm not only joined by our regular cast but i'm also joined by a guest so how about because we love our guest would you like to introduce yourself tell us who you are and who you're playing today and where we can find you on social medias if people will follow and any other cool projects you're working on
1: hello everybody i am ray pronoun she they you can find me on twitter at crystallize me that's where you literally find out anything that i'm doing because usually things are spur of the moment i'm not gonna lie um i am playing today uh Takara masterson call sign decibel yeah that's me the mech that I am using is from um Chandra Sakar and Herschel L- LTD. Um it's the Red Arius. Oh hell yeah. Ooh. And my mech name is the Base on
2: Blast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Oh
0: my god. The Base sense. on Blast. I love it.
2: Hi, I'm Amelia. I use she, her Pronouns, and today, like all other days, I'm playing Nita Call Sign Matcha, who also uses she her pronouns. You could find me on Twitter at am underscore rids underscore music.
3: Hello, uh, I am Dusty. I use he they pronouns. Uh, you could find me online usually at E Hill. Uh, also the person behind the Well Seasoned Stories account at Season Stories. And today, like most days, I'm going to be playing Zorro Low Call Sign Roadkill.
4: Hi, I'm Aubrey, I use she, her pronouns, uh, and today, as like everybody else is like most every other day, other than that one episode where we don't play, or, play our usual characters, <laughs> uh, I'm playing Sarah Sawyer Davenport, Call Sign Silver. You can find me on Twitter at MadQueenCosplay, uh, and you can also find me running Ani Gary and Goblets and Gays, and depending on when this comes out, you will see me and a few other people here as a player on Wayward Arcadium, on Nat 20. Hey!
0: Yeah. That's Woo-hoo. gonna be so hype, I'm so excited.
5: Hello, I'm Aki. My pronouns are she, her, and I will be playing Vim, Zaheer, Bomb, Vanderpump, Greenigale Dao the Third. sign Moxie, who also uses she, her pronouns. You can find me at Akinomi underscore art on Twitter. I am also on Goblins and Gays, and well seasoned stories, and Anu
0: Mamagiri, and Wayward Acadium.
3: Yep. You <laughs> got the queen sweep.
0: And you're on my other Lancer show, The Deimos Paradox, in our new arc based on No Room for a Wallflower.
3: Oh, you yes. got the royal flush.
0: I am I
5: am a part of that, <laughs> too. Look at that. Wow, right? Uh, I know what you're thinking. Does the bitch ever sleep? No. The answer is no. I'm trying. So.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: We open to a shot of the Winter Dracula traversing through the empty void of space. It's strange sock logo visible in the light of distant stars. Ahead of you is the M3X-1CO space station, colloquially known as Mexico. What amounts to essentially an enormous planet-orbiting parking garage. You dock the Winter Dracula there. And take a shuttle planet side to your destination of New Tijuana 2. Mexico is a largely desert planet with a band of tropical rainforest around its equator. Some say it reminds them of the ones they left behind back in cradle many, many thousands of years ago. Located on the red coast of the sparkling Mar Azteca, New Tijuana 2 is the largest urban center and busiest port on Mexico, which makes it a good place to hide out and to conduct business. While the upper crust wine and dine in their beachfront mansions, the rest of the city is just trying to get by, day by day. Zorro, it's been a while since you've been here, but this place hasn't changed a bit. Unless you have money, people come here to disappear, but rarely do they leave. Chandra has requested that you meet them at El Centro de Investigación de Estudios Peracasales which is located in the Tech Center, a more affluent district of New Tijuana 2. As the passenger bay doors open, Zorro, you could almost swear that you smell one of New Tijuana 2's specialties, Pan de la Mar, a specialty blue bread salted with tropical flavor. Some say it actually contains unique properties, but that's just how the saying goes. As you make your way through the crowded streets, part foot and vehicle traffic, part open market, you pass by a wall, plastered upon which are dozens upon dozens of bounties, some of them torn and weather-beaten. There's one up there, actually, that looks suspiciously like Zorro in the right light. What do you do, Zorro, when you, when you see this wall? The rest of you are kind of walking behind with your mechs, which are kind of uh, making... They're not an unusual sight to see mechs just walking (laughs) through the streets. Chandra explained to you that it was going to be too much money to try and, like, board your mechs somewhere and that he wanted them to come along to the facility. So you're walking through the streets of New Tijuana 2 and you see this enormous wall of bounties.
3: Zoro kind of, like... Looks and I'm pretty sure knows exactly where it is and where to look. They glance at it and touched their collar just to like that guard from the train, like in <laughs> first episode or second episode, just so like no one would recognize them.
0: <clears throat> yeah, describe to me what that guard looked like because we have never established their appearance. So,
3: so it's definitely going to be. I mean, they're they're well, they were actually part of the Red Suns, weren't they? Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to say kind of shortcut, like a chin ass chin, like the crimson chin. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, you know, that's really the most noticeable thing. So like they have a noticeable face, but they don't have Zoro's noticeable face. So
0: fair. (laughs) All you can see is just all chin,
3: all chin, all the time.
0: a, A chin that could poke an eye out. When you arrive at the research facility, you see that Chandra is waiting for you at the entrance with two other individuals. One is wearing a crisp white lab coat. She is tall and dark-skinned and has tight braids that are pulled back into a low ponytail. She pushes enormous old-world glasses up the bridge of her nose as you approach. And the other... Well, Zoro, you actually recognize this person. Ray you like to describe your character to us
1: tika is i guess average height around like five five they have a single braid that goes long down the middle of their head that like falls to their back but uh, they have completely bald sides like shaved on the side dark brown skin dark brown eyes they have a serious look on their face but kind of in their eyes it's kind of dull not gonna lie there but they're just standing there looking at you all
0: Zoro, what is your reaction to seeing Tika here?
3: Um, I imagine like after we walked, as Zoro gets close, they're just going to take the crimson chin off. <laughs> 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 so, they, so the collar Nick, turns it back to Zoro's face and just I think normally it would be more of a reaction, but Zoro's just going to give like a knowing nod. Just like, nice to see you, Tika.
0: Uh, Welcome, welcome. And then, so Chandra comes over and then kind of sees this, like, familiarity between you and goes, oh, have you met before? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Once or twice. We're always supposed to know each other, I swear.
0: No, uh, uh, sure, Macha, yes. (laughs) Chandra's just, like, given up. Um... (laughs) She says, well, welcome, welcome. This is my very good friend, Dr. Simona Atoykian. Simona, this is uh, Vim and Sawyer and Macha and Zorro. They are associates of mine and will be accompanying me on this trip. And Dr. Atoikian sort of pushes her glasses up again. She says, it's so nice to meet friends of friends please please call me simona and she holds a handout to shake and she says and this is my associate tika she will be accompanying us today as well she is my assistant
1: they just kind of give a wave like hi everyone and then i'll lean over to Simona and say wait what are we doing again
0: oh yes of course we're doing the paracausal blink space time dilation demonstration today.
1: Oh, right, right. Um, yes, hello. This is, okay, professional.
0: Okay. (laughs) Yes, yes, this is the man that finances this entire facility. Oh. And Chandra gives you, like, a little bow and says, how do you do?
1: Very nice to meet you. I appreciate the opportunity that you've given us.
0: Well, I am a businessman. And I know good business when I see it. And I know that this little genius over here is going to do great things for the Rim. And they give like a little tip of their hat, of their massive 10-gallon hat. (laughs) I'm kidding. He's not wearing a 10-gallon hat. I just love this meme so much. You sure? (laughs) Okay, he is wearing a cowboy hat on To Do You Want It (laughs) too? It says... Well, we don't want to take too much of your time, but, you know, we're going to come by for the demonstration later this afternoon. And Simona says, yes, yes, of course. Everything is nearly ready, and we're very excited to show you what we've been working on. It's going to be revolutionary. Chandra says, yes, yes, I do not doubt your skill. Well... I suppose my friends here, it's their first time in New Tijuana, too, and they might want a little, uh, little showing around town. Perhaps your assistant here could take them off our hands and you and I could go and have a little discussion. Babysitting again. <laughs> I think at, at that, um, Dr. Atoyki smiles and says, it won't be for very long, I promise. We do have much to discuss.
1: Fine, fine. Where do you all wanna go? And I'll look specifically at you Zoro. And I just kind of give you a look that says, please nowhere too too wild.
3: There is the smallest of smirks. And Zoro's just <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I think we should just get a drink somewhere.
1: Drink it
0: is.
5: Okay, but in we're in our mix, yeah. This is what we've established, yeah.
0: Or at least your mechs are with you. You could leave them at the facility. I think that they'll let you leave them here. I was about Mm. to say,
5: I don't think I can wander up in any local bar with a size 2 mech.
0: There's probably, like, you know how there's parking at regular bars? I'm sure that there's mecha parking at bars on New Tijuana, too.
4: (laughs) I mean, if we can leave them here, it would probably be better, because yet again... Don't exactly have a lot of room to fit two people in my mech.
0: Also, <laughs> Cassandra would have been in my mech, I I have the extra
5: person yeah. to
4: say.
0: cut to Cassandra <laughs> sitting in Sawyer's lap <laughs> in the cockpit.
2: <laughs> I know we talked about it before, Reed, but could uh, we establish that the Franklin, since it's a half size and Macha's just that strong, can fold up like a big Jansport backpack and she can just lug it places? Oh my sure. gosh. Yeah. Because that's also how she has, like, the kind of gun arm now.
0: Yeah, sure. I'm down for that.
2: Also, she has a cool sleeveless duster that kind of matches what it used to look like. And so, what she's here is like, oh, yeah, like, you can just leave your mechs here. Mancha goes, oh, thank God. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
0: like, a
2: small crater is left in the ground. I'm guessing this is very nice concrete.
0: <laughs> yeah, you leave definitely a, a mark. And Dr. Otoikian sort of frowns a little and says, Uh where'd you find these people, Chandra? <laughs> Nothing happened to Dahlia, I hope. And Chandra says, No, no, Dahlia's fine. Just taking care of things in Akira Seven in my absence.
4: Is is Cassandra still in her like night armor or not for now?
0: Um oh good point. Good point. That might
4: draw attention.
0: Yeah, I think that she is because you guys haven't like stopped for stuff. And I don't think that she felt comfortable wearing any of the Grim Reaper's clothes.
4: So it probably is a, one, a different size and two, probably doesn't have that much in the way of extra clothes.
0: Yeah, I think Cassandra definitely looks a bit out of place in her very futuristic knight armor. And also just the fact that I'm sure it's pretty hot. The sun is beating down and she's already kind of sweating a little bit in her armor. Don't worry. I can fix it because um, so Vim
5: is coming down. What I'm imagining is Grunt has an escalator and <laughs> oh, again, my god, I'm just coming down from it by the es- like by like I can't tell if it's going to be a real escalator or like a forklift type of thing. Or maybe Grunt's hand just goes. But Vim had to go shopping anyways. So um, from the giant turtle-esque, Krogan-esque mech, you will see the tiniest person come out of it
7: and just go... um... (laughs) (laughs) Well, to answer your question, that's my uncle. My point to Chandra. (laughs) That's my unki. And, well, I was going to go to a market anyways. I kind of have to get some stuff. So do you want, like, a shirt or... I'm looking at Cassandra.
0: Yeah, Cassandra is just like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if I have much credits on me, but yes, uh, a shirt and um, maybe some pants, actually, would be nice. Yeah,
4: yeah, the, I, I'd like that. Just behind Cassandra, you see, I just like smile and give you a thumbs up.
7: <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I got, I know what the lesbians want.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
7: yeah. Taking notes, you know. I'll just uh, look around, and be like, "Oh, I got Google Maps, so I I should be fine." Just tell me where you guys um the name of the bar or whatever, and I'll come meet you there. And we'll look at um Tika. And just go. i Can't believe zoro has friends. <laughs> this has been a wild trip so far. We've been here five minutes.
2: I know. I was so surprised when they said they know each other. It right? happens all the time.
0: <laughs> no, no idea. Wow. It's a small universe. Yeah, friends. Hi, yeah. Hi, hello, friend.
1: And I'll like stick my hand out to you. <laughs>
5: uh, hello, human oh, friends. Oh, oh, oh. This is where I lean into Tamacha and I go,
7: oh no, they're more than friends.
6: <laughs> oh no, we were roommates.
3: Oh, dear. So, Zoro gives like the most semi casual handshakes. Just like,
1: I absolutely turn it more like intense than that and like shake your hand a lot.
3: Uh huh.
2: Oh,
6: they were roommates.
2: I have to know how tall is Tika? Tika's like 5'4. Okay. Matcha is going to look down and <laughs> shake their hand, and be like, It's nice to meet you, Zoro's friend plus, I guess. <laughs>
4: Yes, it's, it's, it's very nice to meet you.
0: Cassandra turns to Sawyer and says, But we're roommates.
7: <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. roommates. Oh. goddamn!
3: Zara's gonna just, you know, straighten their jacket and just like, I'm just, I need a drink.
4: <laughs> I mean, technically, we have something to celebrate, so, you know, might as well. Let's go, people, let's go, let's go, let's go. We're going
1: going to get a drink.
2: (laughs) I didn't know everyone was so thirsty, yeah.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, before I go, can I please stare at Chandra Ori real quick? Uh, yeah, you can certainly stare at him.
7: I hold my hand down and go, You gotta give me some money, (laughs) unki. You've been a horrible uncle this whole time.
0: What are you talking about? Yeah,
7: yeah, you're my uncle now. What?
0: No, I'm not.
7: You were at my mom's wedding. uh, More than a witness, apparently, you go way back. If you're my mom's friend, that makes you an honorary uncle give me money. Well, yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, we go back because your mama didn't kill me.
7: That's back enough?
0: <laughs> well, I, I mean, uh, fine. But this <laughs> is the only credit you get out of me, all right? it's only because your mom's a nice lady. It gives you, like, a few credits.
7: And I go, well, technically you're paying me, so this is the third credit. Bye-bye. Kelly, <laughs> that shit oh. worked. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> well, sometimes I like to be nice. Also, I think Chandra is is fond of y'all at this I, point somewhat. I caught him off guard. You, yeah, also, you very much caught him and the GM off guard. <laughs> As you're, like, skipping away, they just sort of shake their head and they're like, what just happened?
7: You got swindled and you didn't even try that hard.
0: They turn to Simona and say, this is what happens when I don't bring Dahlia with me. And they leave to go into the building together. Because they're roommates? They were <laughs> uh, not roommates. <laughs> Let's go on like the little shopping excursion first, and then we'll go to the bar and then have everyone kind of meet up towards the end. How does that sound to everybody? Mm, yeah. Hot. Gucci? Okay. So, with the shopping excursion, uh, Sawyer, you feel your hand grabbed by Cassandra as you are walking through the streets of New Tijuana to... We don't speak of what happened to New Tijuana 1. It was too horrible to be named. The frogs. We we'll only say the frogs. And so what kind of... Uh, I guess there's lots of open markets. So you'll probably mm. find some sort of merchant that is selling some street wear. Some stuff is like really, really out there. I think Cassandra's tastes are very simple new Vestan fair where at home she probably when she wasn't in her armor she'd probably be wearing like just a plain tunic and breeches over boots
4: (laughs) (laughs) gotta have some fun (laughs) with this
0: she's just like looking at everything a little overwhelmed because she really hasn't been outside of new vesta before and the idea of like choosing from all these clothes just like really a lot. So she's kind of looking to Vim and Sawyer for help. Her eyes are screaming please, help me.
4: Sawyer who's been wearing a lot of crop tops just being like, "Hmm, you have muscles. We should show them off."
0: I
5: specifically look for um a shirt, uh well a crop top really, but um it's it's going to say now that you have to let me finish this whole thing, okay? Okay. It's going to say NFT on the tits. And at the back, it says new fucking
2: titties. (laughs) (laughs) No, it has to be new fucking Tijuana too.
5: (laughs) Uh, It could be new fucking Tijuana, actually. I was thinking the titties because it was like, oh, boobs. Nice.
0: You know, just, you know, the thing. I think perhaps you do present her with this NFT crop top option. And, yeah, and you, you're, you like, in a touristy shop where there's just a ton of, like, it looks like your classic place. If you go to any tourist town, they have the, you know, I love New Tijuana, too, and, like, cutesy, kitschy shit. It's all over the place. There's definitely a graphic t-shirt with a frog on it that says, never again. It's a sad <laughs> frog. <laughs> like, the frog just has that, like, oh, sad face. Uh, <laughs> and... And then there's another one that says we don't talk about New Tijuana 1.
3: Rule number one.
0: (laughs) Rule number
4: one.
3: (laughs) god. We don't talk about Frog Club. (laughs) (laughs) Episode title right there.
0: So we had Might Club and now we have Frog Club. Yep. If you haven't watched Encanto, you should. But no pressure. But no pressure. And definitely pilot it. Don't give Disney your money if you don't have to. They have enough money. So you present this to Cassandra and she's just sort of like, oh, um, well, it certainly is going to show off uh, my arms. Yes. A lot. Mm -hmm. And a good part of my midsection. Is that is that okay out here
4: or. I feel like it's actually encouraged.
7: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think um, you want to blend in, right? Yeah, yeah, I I guess I do. Yeah, then
4: uh, expose
0: that midriff. I mean, I do it. Well, that seems counterintuitive. Well, yeah, um, Mm -hmm. and it looks really good. (laughs) I I guess I I can try it on. And I think that, like, there's also some cool, like, jogger-type pants that almost kind of look like they could be breeches that come with or that you find and, and give her. And she puts this on, and it's the first time that basically that any of you except for Sawyer have seen her outside of her armor and she still has the braids down her back and for the first time you can actually kind of like see how ripped she is kidding Uh, but she's got you know washboard abs and nice arm muscles from all of that sword training
4: lawyers just anime (sighs) (sighs) nosebleed.gif
0: yeah and cassandra's just sort of like looking very self-conscious and awkward like how does it look Oh, are you okay? You're bleeding.
4: Uh Yeah, it's great. You really should wear this, this like this more all the time.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, and, and
7: what, what does this NFT thing mean again? New fucking Tijuana. Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's on the back. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's oh. just, it, it, you look like a tourist, and that's honestly the best way to blend in. But you're also <laughs> like ripped, right? So mm-hmm. nobody's gonna necessarily want to fuck with you. They might want to fuck you, but not fuck with you. <laughs> Say goodness, guys. What? You know, yeah. I I can see the
0: appeal. I do find it odd that I'm not, you know, wearing a mask or or something. But
7: I I see what you mean. Hiding in plain sight, right? I mean, if you want to wear a mask, you could totally wear a mask. Just cover the nose down, you know, like a similar to the surgical mask. That's in. Oh.
4: Also, sunglasses. Or we'll pull out a pair and put them on and make a great disguise. Aviators. Oh my
7: god.
0: So let me just get this mental image straight. So we have a buff lady, tall buff lady, not as buff and tall as Matcha, mind you, but you know, no slouch, wearing a crop top that says NFT, new fucking Tijuana 2 on it, and like jogger pants and aviator sunglasses
4: yep
2: so he was like they'll match mine <laughs> <laughs> have we reverse engineered gideon
6: <laughs>
5: yes no, no you don't think that was my plan this whole fucking time mm. yeah but i just i also really wanted to make fun of
0: nfts on the show
4: i mean that's good oh yes
0: yeah you put the aviators on and she's just sort of like blinking it's like oh this is nice i i like these. It's not so bright anymore.
4: No, and, uh, you know, no one kind of just sort of help you blend in.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, right.
4: That's how I kind of got on the train in the first place. Train bus thing in the first place, you know, hood, aviators, keep your head down. No one really pays attention to you.
0: Oh, okay, so I should get a, a hood, too.
4: I mean, it may be a little bit too warm for that. Sawyer says she's probably taking off her own jacket.
7: (laughs) She's like, it's really hot.
4: So I I mean, that's that's a later thing.
7: You guys might want to put on sunscreen.
4: Yes. Sawyer looks at her very pale arms. Yes. Sunscreen. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I don't think Cassandra is as pale as you are, but definitely still pale.
4: Well, I was the one that was probably kept inside the castle most of the time. It's like, I see sun through the window.
0: Yeah, Cassandra has at least, like, trained in the sun, you know? (laughs) She's at least seen sun. And she sort of is like, actually, you know, and and she picks out, so there's, like, uh, some shorts on a rack. And so she picks out these, like, I think the best way to put it is, like, cheerleading shorts mainly because i just want her to look like my favorite character in kill six billion demons
4: <laughs> so we will consider it will continue endorsing this
0: yeah and she she puts them on and kind of like yeah you know i i think i'll be able to move better in this just in case you know we're under attack for any reason and uh and, you know they they look like they'll be uh, they're a nice breathable fabric that's important in fighting gear I don't know what exactly the abdominal protecting abilities of this shirt
7: are, but I'm sure they'll reveal themselves. No, no, honey. It's called ducking. That too. What? You duck, you dodge, you know.
4: Usually you're in a mech. That's usually how most of our fighting goes.
7: Oh, right. Right.
0: (laughs) She just sort of laughs. And so is there anything else that you want to do in this market while you're here? Yeah, I was looking to buy an AI upgrade for Grunt. Yes. Yes, you may.
4: I was also going to try to scope out who is making jewelry.
0: Oh! Let's do the AI really quick, and then we can do some jewelry. This is a great time to roll some downtime moves. I have a suggestion for the power
5: one. Could I somehow get a lot of arms with it? A a lot of... Arms,
2: yes. Like robotic arms, like.
5: Yes. Now I I know what you're thinking, Aki. What the fuck? But hear me out. Yes. In fact, I was thinking that. <laughs> hear me out. That same guy who was like, "It goes with you." Uh huh. Is here and goes. Yeah, it goes with you. <laughs> so the AI is in one of the arms, and I have a bunch of arms. And they could even be like Dusty's weird tiny hand thingies. (laughs) What the fuck? And I have to find where the AI chip is. But it's in a lot of arms. What the
3: fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Aki, you are a gift.
5: I told you, I I already apologized for this energy. And my energy right now is saying arms.
0: So (sighs) let me just break this down. Are you saying... That you would like to basically look for a needle in a haystack, except the needle is an AI chip in a stack of mechanical arms? Yes. Okay, glad to just clear that up. You can say no, this could just be the (laughs) arm talk. I mean, it's too funny for me not to make it work. Like, (laughs) just all the mental image alone. I have an idea how to make this work you're sort of looking around on your spoogle maps trying to see if there are mech repair shops or places where you could possibly look for an AI unit. So AI units in this universe are different from NHPs. They you can get NHPs in your mech, but usually like a compcon unit is just like a very basic AI. So you're looking for a place that does AIs. You find a place and this guy who looks actually really, really similar to the guy that was at the club that gave Macho the arm, but like kind of older, a little more grizzled, you know, says, oh, yeah, huh, I got what you're looking for. It's um, uh, if you don't mind, you're going to have to kind of fish for it. That's OK, but I- I'd be happy for you to take
7: it off my hands. What do you mean by fish for it?
0: He points to this like, pile of prosthetic arms behind his desk is like it's in one of those but I couldn't tell you which one and I I can't be bothered to figure out which one so if you can find it then it's yours I just want the damn arms but I can't sell the damn arms if they have AIs in them because people don't want AIs in their arms
7: you know what I'm saying Mm, yeah totally totally
0: can you imagine I mean, it gives the whole, like, the devil is taking over my hands to
7: a whole new level. You know, what is it? Alien hand syndrome or something? Yeah, it's also called an anime called Parasite, but like, yeah, I'm just a fucking weeb. Right, that one. That's a good fucking anime. You have good taste. I like you. Thank you. But yeah, yeah, if you can find that AI chip, it's yours. Cool, cool, cool. You don't mind me poking around it then, right?
0: No, no, of course. I mean, I've got, like, tons of cameras and shit, so don't try anything funny. But, you know, you, you go ahead. And then they look and they see that you have this little axolotl with you. Or dog-sized axolotl. Like,
7: what is that? Well, that's, um, with all the titles, Father Copernicus.
0: <laughs> huh. Right. Well, does Father Copernicus have registration as a, either an emotional support or a service animal?
7: Yeah, I think they would,
0: actually. Like, out-, out of character, yeah, no, I think they would. <laughs> Great, fantastic, that's all I need. Go about your business. So he just, like, kind of goes about his business. He's working on something on his desk, and he's, like, swearing, trying to get this, like, piece back into shape while you are exploring the arm pile. Now, I think I'm gonna have you roll. plain old, like, grit roll for me. That is plus uno. Nice, 16. Awesome. I think that to your practiced eye, you're good with electronics and just with techie things in general as the only hacker of the group, as far as I know. So you're able to find it pretty quickly. You find that it's in this arm that looks like it's a pretty good simulacrum of a human arm. This one looks a lot more like realistic and close to life than some of the others. You know, there's a wide range of prosthetics and... Ultimately, it's down to personal expression. Some people really like to have their limbs look very realistic and some people do not give a shit and they'd rather have blade legs and noodle arms. And that's awesome.
5: Yeah, Vim's arm is like, it looks pretty normal,
0: but it's got them weird fingies, you know, and it's all black. Yeah. And so you find this one that looks like pretty realistic in terms of like, it looks like it was made to look pretty much like the real thing. You're able to extract the chip. However, as you are doing so very carefully, all of a sudden you sort of like get startled by a loud noise and some swearing on the part of this shopkeep. And when you turn back to look at the like whatever tool you're using to extract this chip, it's gone. And Copernicus burps.
7: (laughs) I see. Now did the chip go down the Copernicus or just my tool? Your tool still in your hand. The chip is in the Copernicus. Okay, well now you I- can see it glowing as it travels down his throat. Baby, I need you to spit that out right now because I know that nothing comes out. He
0: burps again, and nothing comes out. No. Oh my god. Oh my god.
7: Can I
5: Heimlich <laughs> maneuver my? <laughs> I'm okay with taking difficulty. I know how slick he is. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, you're taking difficulty, and this is gonna be heroic.
5: Oh my fucking god. Oh my god. What? How do I roll to Heimlich? I have patch. And
0: <laughs> I mean, patch or fix, I feel like it works.
2: You're fixing Copernicus.
5: Come on, baby. Come on. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> breathe, oh, no.
6: Saki, Breathe.
5: So I hit my roller right, and my hand is covering half of it. So I saw two, and then I moved my hand. Um, as I didn't breathe for a bit, and the two became a twenty. But oh, <laughs> you know, you know, I'm gonna. You know, I saw
0: the two, and I only registered the two. I was God. gonna say six, but no, it's it's actually twenty four. Uh, So let me just paint you a word picture here. For a moment, we see Copernicus's little slimy body being compressed in your arms. And we see for a moment, you know, the chip itself is sort of glowing as it travels through his esophagus and into his stomach. We see that for a moment, his eyes seem to change. Like they look kind of brighter, almost a little like the glow of the chip. And we see that his mouth starts to form the words, mommy. And then oh my all my of God a sudden God. you, I'm hum- like maneuver this chip. And he just like, and it goes sailing out and it hits this old man shopkeep in the face. It goes, what the, what the hell? Oh, why is this so slimy? And he's just like, he won't really touch it. And Copernicus, as you like, set him down, just looks completely normal and licks his eyeball. <laughs> what do you do? Well, I'm staring a lot. That's what's happening. <laughs> to be clear, you didn't hear him speak. Uh, <laughs> I was
5: about to be like, I wasn't sure how this how AI was going to work. I don't think it can attack. I think a voice box. <laughs> and, and even then, even then, I don't think Copernicus would have been
0: speaking English.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, it, it, it's space.
7: It's space. It doesn't <laughs> have to
0: make sense. I'm
7: just gonna go, I'm just gonna point to the chip and just go, I'm gonna take that.
0: <laughs> uh, Here you go. Thanks for getting that out for me, honestly. You did me a big solid. Uh, And, and by the way, if you, like, want one of these arms, like, I don't need <laughs> all of them. I can't imagine I'm gonna get, like, a bajillion people in here that are all missing their left arm. Or whatever arm it is you're missing. I can't remember right or left right? Right, right, yes. They're not all missing their right arms. Uh, So if you want one, like, feel free. Well, now
7: maybe I want an arm, okay.
5: I'll let Copernicus pick one, and that will be
0: the arm I I take with me.
7: Copernicus picks one
0: that looks like a Cthulhu tentacle arm. (laughs) Someone's bound to love it. I take it. (laughs) Copernicus licks his eyeball, and you leave the shop. now we go to Sawyer and Cassandra I think you're like wandering the open market, there's all kinds of stuff being sold here, there's food, there's more of the Pan Del Mar, or Delamar, sorry and there's like more clothing shops there's more random sort of tech places where they're advertising all kinds of implants and enhancements and things, it's loud and glorious. And I think that you are able to find a little jewelry shop or a stand at the very least. There's different places. Like there's some that are more like actual storefronts that are really, really expensive. This place looks like more mid-tier in terms of quality and price, but it's a nice little stand in the market. What do you do?
4: Probably uh, pulled Cassandra in and just being like, oh my God, look at this. Look at this place, and you know, we'd be like, "Well, I mean, I guess since we're we're doing this this whole thing, we should we should have rings, right?"
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. I I didn't even think about that
4: stuff. I mean, to be fair, I did kind of just spring it on you.
0: You did. <laughs> Not that I mind. It's it's great, but uh, yeah, rings, rings,
4: rings, and
0: <laughs> she. <laughs> Like basically practically sticks her nose into a case, and there's this lady's like, "Hands off the merchandise, unless you're buying." Oh, uh,
8: I see that you're um you're together. Are you? Are you looking for a special read? or something? Reed, say that the roommates, please, in that voice. Are you perhaps roommates?
4: <laughs> yes, we're roommates. <laughs>
8: Oh wow, my God! I can't believe it. Roommates right in front of me. That's so beautiful.
0: I don't know where this
4: voice came from. I don't know where it did either. It threw me for a fucking loop. I just went, <laughs> "There go my words." I'm so sorry. Um, and so you're just like, um, yeah. I was wondering if you had anything. Uh, I guess of the more. Um, i was just like. I- What do people beyond the new vesta usually do for like wedding bands?
8: Well, I mean, you can get holographic ones. So it's a subdermal implant. And it's nice because you don't have the risk of having your finger degloved by accident. Because, you know, that's a really bad thing to happen. I had a lot of degloving accidents in my day. But you could also just get a simple band. We do lots of those. There's more rare materials as well. For instance, there is a red ore that is uh, only found on new
0: T102. And it's uh, it's a very nice dusky red, and she shows you like this band that's like a very cool like deep reddish color.
8: I mean really, the, the world is your oyster. you name it, I have it. Just don't ask me where I got it.
4: I will definitely not ask you where you got it.
8: That's a good
0: choice.
4: We're going to continue with that. Um, Look over at Cassandra and be like, do you have any preference?
0: Uh, well, I don't know how crazy I am about the subdermal implant.
4: Yeah, I was going to probably skip that one.
0: Yeah, but those kind of squick me out a little. I don't know. The The red ones are sort of unusual, but, the, you know, the ones on NuVesta are usually like a, some gold or bronze, right? I don't know. It, it's sort of, and, and you can see that like this woman is pulling out all the stops. Like she's bringing out more displays. She's like, and here we have this fine opal, and we have this
8: moonstone. It's really from the moon in cradle, quite rare and unusual. Uh, we have more gemstones over here.
0: She's just, like, going on and on, saying more, like, jewelry things that I
4: don't know. (laughs) Something that, even if Cassandra wears the ring when she goes back to New Vesta, no one is going to see that and go, oh, that's a wedding band. Mm. But something that Sawyer knows is, you know.
0: I think Cassandra then actually pulls you aside a little bit and says, what do you think about a
4: necklace? Necklace? Necklaces are good.
0: Yeah. Or Because uh, if, if you don't like that, I mean, because I know you're kind of, uh, about, you know, wedding band stuff, but...
4: I mean, I was, I was more thinking for you, like when you
0: right have
4: to go back and
0: yeah, all yeah. that
4: stuff, and you can wear it without anybody asking questions.
0: Well, here's an idea. Maybe we can do the best of both worlds. A wedding band on a necklace. That way, maybe someday we can wear them on our fingers. But when we can't, you'll always be right next to my heart. It's so
4: gay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: well, I'm it's, like,
4: it's just like, yeah, 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 probably tearing up a little bit.
0: Oh. You know, we could always leave it, you know, reveal what they look like towards the end of the arc if we
4: want to take more time to think about. Yeah, I mean, like, I just wanted to start the process and have that little scene of them discussing this thing.
0: Yeah, and I think that Cassandra and you speak with this woman for a little bit and she's going to make something custom for you. Jeez. It's
8: like, yes, yes, anything for a couple of roommates. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, my brain, my brain just suddenly went, what if there were like swords engraved on the rings
0: <laughs> oh i
4: like that
2: hello and welcome to another regularly scheduled mind roll i am once again not read my pronouns are once again not they them <laughs> 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 i will forever use that just because it's the funniest intro and today I'm joined not by Reed. Reed is busy with real life stuff, including PhD interviews. So good luck to that. Uh, I am joined by members of the award winning, <laughs> award winning podcast, uh, Goblets and Gaze, uh, Aubrey and Dusty. Uh,
3: hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> well, that, that's, is, that, is that an award winning intro?
2: I mean, of course. If you couldn't tell, uh, the TTRP GIFs Awards, oh God, no. TTRP GIFs, however you say it, were on the 29th. Goblets and Gays won the award for podcasts podcast that rolls like family. Major congratulations to the award-winning. I will keep saying that because it's hilarious. You will never not will. say it.
4: Yeah, we will always be our, we are the award-winning podcast, Goblets and Gays. It's now in our Twitter bio, too. Yeah, <laughs>
3: and the gayest award-winning podcast in the multiverse. <laughs> yeah, Gayest the Award. We're doing past. What's the one that Dice will roll? Dice will roll. they the, the Gayest <laughs> Pathway <Pastor laughs> Podcast on the
4: planet. We had to up, one up them by saying the multiverse. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hell yes.
2: Regardless, thank you to RoboGoblin for hosting that amazing event. And congratulations to all of the winners, again, including the award winning. Hey. Uh, if you're a fan of the show and want to be able to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash bringyourownmech if you want to subscribe. Oh, geez. <laughs> if you want to support us. Speaking of which, we actually got a surge of patrons after our holiday episode, which the rest of it is available on the Patreon feed right now. Uh, big thank you to Natalia, Nicole, and River Supports Artists for being our patrons. This is the most patrons we've ever gotten in a week, and it's kind of freaky. Yeah, it happens occasionally. Hey, oh, I know it yeah, happens, but it's freaky.
4: I, I, do, I do love it that two of them are also patrons for Goblets and Gaze.
2: That Yay. is true.
4: They're, they're great. They're always, they're always super active in the server. I Wait,
2: know. Are, you uh, about the, are you talking about the award-winning Goblets and Gaze? Yes, the award-winning <laughs> Goblets
3: and Gaze. With the award-winning Patreon? Can we say that? No, I'm not going to say that.
2: Or the Patreon for the award-winning Goblets and Gaze yes uh speaking more of patreon content uh we have a shiny new patreon discord server so again pay what you want minimum of five dollars it gets you access to a bunch of other like-minded people that like our show and like paying us to continue the show the show is going to continue whether or not you get you pay us but it's still cool <laughs> That's to continue the show
4: <laughs> I mean,
2: this is a hold up. <laughs> this is a, it's like that. What's that phone hold up? Like, oh, god, I forget, I think that's an old Tomska
3: animation. Oh my god, Tomska, did you just quote like ASDF movie? Yeah, Astif, yeah. Oh my fucking god, how old am I? <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you want to interact with us,
2: uh, we have a Twitter at ownmech. You could tweet us there. We also have two channels, one in the Cast Junkie Discord server and the other in the PilotNet Discord server, which is the unofficial, official home of the Lancer RPG. Both of those links are in the description. Uh, Tika is piloting the Chandra Sakar and Herschel Limited Retiarius. I hope I got all of that right. As part of Field Guide to Sudan by Tave, which you can also find in the description, it is a very, very well-established supplement for a Lancer. It has been play-tested for years. Kitev is very good. Please go check it out. Oh,
3: they're real. D- d- I remember mm. Tika's Mac and like it's powerful oh, and yeah. scary. It is I forget the name. Just, there's, there's a really there's, scary picture. I mean, the Sudan
4: mechs are so cool. I did the Sagittarius for the holiday special. That was yeah, that was so much fun. If Sawyer wasn't really committed to swords.
3: <laughs> I just want to point out, we probably have seen the beginning of the episode, but uh, also you could catch uh, Aubrey, Aki and I on Wayward Arcadia
2: on Wayward. Yes, yeah. I need to. Yeah.
3: I need to finish watching episode two. Yeah. Okay. I, episode two just happened on Monday. This past Monday, mm. you can catch us every Monday on Nat 20 Productions. I'm saying it slowly yes. to make sure it can be corrected. Yes, yes. so yes. Nat 20 Nat Productions.
4: 20. Nat 20 Productions, yes, on Twitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the VOD for those, the, uh, the YouTube video and the podcast are both available following Friday.
2: Yeah. Ooh. We love a podcast. Yeah. Right. Here. <laughs> Why did that one break me? Is there anything else before you kind of sign off?
3: Be gay. <laughs> Roll <ride>. dice. Roll <laughs> dice. Fight God.
4: Yeah, I imagine we'll do that at some point on Beyond,
2: probably. Probably. Oh yeah, and we'll see you in our next episode on the twenty fourth. See, fight God. See you then, fight God. <laughs> see you then. Fight, fight God. God. Yeah. Fight God.
0: We find Matcha Antica, and Tika and Zoro at the bar. Where are you in the bar? What does this bar look like? What are you drinking? Well,
1: I imagine that it is probably... Because, like, what time of day is it? It's, like, noon. Noon, yeah. So, literally, the quietest, quietest bar that Tika can, can think of. One or two other people in there. And the bartender is probably already, like, sick of being there.
0: <laughs> Classic.
1: But yeah, it's it's not huge. It's not like a big bar or anything. It's, yeah, I imagine it's not that big. So nothing that we can get into, pretty much, is what,
0: what Tika's trying for. Nothing that we can get into. <laughs> <laughs> no bar fights.
2: You say this now.
0: <laughs> There's like one very old person that is like snoring on the countertop of the bar. Probably has been there all night. And there's a bartender who's just, you know, doing the classic bartender thing cleaning glasses with a rag. Even though it's the future and you feel like there'd be a more efficient way of cleaning glassware, <laughs> they just do it to look cool. You know, they actually have like a sterilization rack or something to put them on, and they sort of nod when you come in. They probably have seen you before, Tika, and you all sit down at a table. And the uh, bartender sort of gives you a wave and says, uh, let me know if you need anything.
1: Wait, what what are you what are you drinking? What are you both drinking?
3: Zorro looks at the shelves and notices that they probably have the cheapest whiskey <laughs> this side of the solar belt. That's words, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and just like, <sighs> I guess whiskey.
1: Nice. And
2: you? Matcha is going to look at Zoro and look at the thing and realize that she has no idea what to get. And so she's also going to order um, uh, what, what they had. That. Cool. Cool.
1: Okay. I will stand up and head to the bar. Like, I won't let the bartender come over, but I'll head to the bar and order three whiskeys. All right. And I will bring them back. And they all have different levels of ice because I asked for that. I love it one of them's like mostly ice (laughs) that's matcha's. (laughs) one of them has no ice and then one of them has like three pieces of ice in it
3: Zoro is gonna pointedly get you and take the one with no ice
1: okay I will push the one with mostly ice in it over to (laughs) over to matcha (laughs) and I'll take the mid one ah perfect (laughs) love this
2: Thank you, Macha takes a very cold swig and looks to be in v- a lot of pain.
3: How? Ma- matcha are you- are you-
2: Why would you drink this? This hurt. <laughs> Why would you drink
3: this? Zoro takes a sip, just like slightly shaking her head. Like I, it's it's fine. Just you you should get one of the ice cubes, and just kind of like you know, it's pretty good.
1: That's got to be like lukewarm, right? That gotta, like, not taste good. Why didn't you take one with ice?
3: Thoreau just takes another sip.
1: <laughs> Do it yourself. So, this is where you've been this all this time. Triapsing around the solar system.
3: You know it's a good way to get some credits.
1: I mean, yeah, but I see. I settled down. I have a job now. I am not, you know, running.
3: Uh-huh. So... Your job is uh, working with Chandra.
1: Apparently, I work for Chandra
0: in a roundabout way, but you specifically work for Doctor Etowikan.
1: Yeah, no, I I work for Doctor Etowikan.
2: I just found out today that I work for Chandra. Uh huh. Well, we kind of work for Chandra too, yeah. I mean, we do all the jobs. All the jobs. Oh, uh, you know, um, we were told to take care of this one guy, and then we were told to take care of this one ship, and then we weren't actually told to take care of these other two people, but they just kind of came to us and he was okay with it. Wait, so you have to babysit stuff too?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Zoro, while looking at Macha. Yeah. I don't remember any um, babies, but yeah.
6: Oh my
3: God. Hmm. They're very long stories.
2: Sure. Fine.
1: Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, long stories. Nice. Are, are you all expecting your other
3: friends to join us? They should be around. I don't know when and I don't know how or what's going to happen when they get here, because I thought I knew what wild cards were. And then I started joining this crew on shit and I don't know anymore.
2: Yeah, stuff just kind of happens. It's very interesting. Matcha forgets that the whiskey is the taste of pain and goes for another sip and then almost just spits it out like. Are you sure you don't want something else? No, no, you, you, were, you were so kind. Let me uh, let, let me finish this.
0: The bartender comes over and brings like a glass of milk <laughs> and puts it in front of you. Here, I think this is going to be more your speed.
2: Oh, thank you. you. You really look like you're in pain. Um, no, not at all. You you were so kind. I'm, and I take a big chug of milk. Uh,
1: okay, how about you take some of that ice then? I'll point to you, Zoro. Take, take some of the ice, please.
3: <laughs> Zoro just takes matcha's whiskey glass and pours it into their own.
1: <laughs> Good, great. Yeah, that experiment didn't go the way that I wanted it to, but that's <laughs> no, fine.
3: Not at all.
0: <laughs> Tika is me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> what what do you do for the doctor besides babysit people?
1: That's the worst part of it. The best part is when I get to, you know, you know create stuff and we're working on the thing with the stuff and the I actually really genuinely say that. Like I know what we're doing, but I just say the thing with the stuff. That's awesome. Uh, the the holes and the thing and travel and yeah. But sometimes I get to blow stuff up, you know, that's pretty cool. And I get to mix stuff and that's cool too, you know, I see. But for now, I just do what she tells me to. And sometimes
2: that includes babysitting. We also have a penchant for blowing things up and also shooting them. But uh, a lot of stuff. We have a variety of different um, violence
3: options at our disposal.
1: Hmm. So is that is that part of those long stories?
3: Yeah, I mean, usually the things are blowing up at us, usually, save for a train part, we kind of, anyways.
1: I mean, well, if it blows up at you, you don't try to catch it and use it. Uh, you know, never mind. Never mind. Sorry.
0: Uh. <laughs> Tika, the last time I think that you saw Zoro was when Zoro was hiding out from La Lachusa.
1: Yeah, I'm not bringing that up on purpose until I get them alone.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you're totally fine.
3: Been uh, about to same around here as always.
1: Yeah, quiet. No looking over my shoulder. None of that. Nothing like that. That's nice. Just, you know,
3: quiet. Sounds like a dream.
1: You haven't had any trouble, have you?
3: Um, well, I'm here, aren't I?
1: Doesn't mean you weren't
2: followed.
3: You never expect I'm not.
1: That's dark. Huh, that's dark.
2: <laughs> I thought this was just for the wedding, and also because Chandra told us that we needed to be here.
3: It's also yeah, or both.
2: Uh, yeah, it could be both.
3: There's there's a a wedding apparently.
1: Oh, so you're not just here for
2: the demonstration? I don't even know it's being demonstrated. We were just told to come here.
3: I, that, that that too. Chandra just kind of. I'm I'm pretty sure they just bugged the ship that we borrowed. Heard that we were heading here, anyways, and thought to just like borrow us
0: to clarify. Chandra also wanted you to lay low from New Veston Assassins.
3: Yeah, not, not gonna bring that up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, don't mind me just making sure everyone remembers. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, don't need to bring assassins out in a very quiet bar.
0: What's <laughs> what? wild? Oh,
4: assassins, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, those assassins that are <laughs> totally trying to collect the bounty on my head. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it's... I didn't know anything about a wedding, but I know the demonstration is going to be awesome.
3: It's, what is the demonstration? Because anything that has Chandra's name attached to it makes me worried.
1: Well, no, it's going to help a lot of people when we finally figure out exactly how to harness the blink spaces. And it'll make travel a lot easier for a lot of people. Now, granted, because Chandra's funding it, I mean, it'll really depend on what they want to do with it after we figure it out. But hey, once it's figured out, I'm sure it'll be easier to replicate.
2: You say so. Aren't the Blink Space things like the big, big space gates? There's like only a few of them. Yeah. So you're demonstrating a one of those?
1: We're demonstrating how to use them in order to make travel easier. Oh, okay. I feel so informed. Thank you. It's 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 been a process, but oh, we think we finally figured it out. And hopefully this demonstration goes well from there. Hey,
2: we might actually be able to help a lot of people. That's just so nice. Most of our helping people is, well, helping Chandra, I guess. Which is is not bad, and just uh usually like I said, involves uh, violence of some kind.
1: And being exploded at?
2: Yeah, uh, that that's a form of violence, I suppose. Wait, and you do violence? Um, yeah, I I, I, I participate in violence. <laughs> <laughs> and what does your participation look like? You throw pillows? No I uh pillows are Is a pillow fight violent? Cizarro, is a pillow fight violent? I don't think we've had one of those.
3: Um, incredibly so.
2: What is it even a pillow fight? I have no idea.
3: (laughs) Yeah, no, just, um, you should ask Sawyer about it. I think they know about it. (laughs) (laughs) But
2: anyways, I usually like kind of stay in the back or at least I try. But then typically I somehow get always get stuck in the front and I don't. Yeah, it's it's not a pretty scene. I mean, I did see
1: you in a mech. But, I mean, you just seem so sweet. Like, you don't even
2: like whiskey. Oh, um, thanks.
3: A complete herbo, but dead shot at that.
2: Oh. Yeah, that's not the first time I've heard it. Uh, Vim said something like that. Herbo. Hmm. <laughs> Take another swig of milk. <laughs> fair. Very fair. Where'd you get your mech? Mine or Zoro's? Zoro. This isn't the one you stole. It's a new one. Yeah. Well,
3: <laughs> yeah. The one out there is I didn't steal it. Printed it at a very reputable, reputable, reputable rep, rep takes a sip of whiskey. A club didn't steal that one didn't steal that one at all.
2: Proud of you. <laughs> yeah, we also have a pension for steal, um, not borrowing for in most of our cases, a borrowing mix. It's more convenient than you would think.
3: Yeah, you know, unless it's uh, the God killer's smack, and your Hubris gets back at you. Oh well, you only
2: borrowed it; you gave it back.
3: Mm-hmm. You what? Um, looks at the time. When do you think there are other people are getting here?
4: <laughs> 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 looks at my non-existent watch. Oh, uh, pretty
3: much.
0: I think it is at this moment. That Cassandra and Sawyer come in hand in hand, looking cute as all get out. You've never seen Cassandra in street clothes before, but she looks like somebody was photographing for uh, Fashion Week, but like streetwear Fashion Week, you know? Very cool. And Vim comes in carrying another arm
4: and Copernicus. We're just collecting these things now?
2: Oh, this is perfect timing. Someone we wanted to ask about. Sora, you and your pillows. The what? (laughs) Your pillows. Oh, those
7: pillows. You mean the ones that were in the Winter Dracula? Those (laughs) pillows in the room you totally claimed. Those ones.
2: Yeah, fighting with pillows or something.
3: Sora just (laughs) takes a long sip of whiskey.
7: Has Has anyone ever like
4: I? I just want to check before we like get into any. Has anyone like given Macho like the birds and the bees talk? <laughs> uh,
0: is this out of character or in character? No, it's in character. Okay.
3: Sarah's so going to the bar, gonna get drinks for everyone.
0: Cassandra turns bright red.
4: If we're gonna have to do this, I am definitely going to need uh, something.
2: I mean, I learned a lot about the local Rajshimra ecology, so I suppose. Oh, Jesus, it's gonna take a while.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <And laughs> And and the bartender comes over with the bottle of whiskey and hands it to you, Sawyer. (laughs) Yep. And like gives you like a little like you Godspeed and goes back to the counter.
4: (laughs) Other than hell fights and stuff, uh, what's what's up? So the local, the you said you learned about the local
1: fauna and flora, and that's that's the birds and the bees.
2: Yeah, I guess.
1: Oh, gosh, where did you all find her?
7: We didn't. We didn't.
3: Chandra she did. Appeared. Yes.
7: Yeah. In the dumbwaiter.
3: Gosh, <laughs> I guess I'm technically the
4: only one that Chandra never found. I just kind of ended up with the group.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> we were all in the dumbwaiter. Or elevator. <laughs> I wasn't.
3: <laughs> At one point you were. No, you weren't, actually. Dahlia just likes to play games. Vim, is that another arm? Yeah. Why?
7: Oh, well, so I was looking for an AI chip for my mech, and it was stuck inside an arm, and as I was getting it out, Copernicus ate the chip, and then I Heimlich'd it out, and then the guy was like, oh, I have 11 arms, do you want one? And you know, I can't, like, pass up an arm, so I let Copernicus pick an arm. It's a squiggly one. And, and yeah, that's how I got my arm. I will name the arm Stephen. It looks...
6: <laughs>
7: <laughs> it looks more like a tentacle
0: than an arm. C- Copernicus? Yeah, oh, here. I, um, so Copernicus
5: travels in my bag, but, like, if the bag had its own little... Um, what do you call it? Like, it's a little fastening, like some little seat, you know, it's like how some little kids have that kind of bag and they can put their teddy bears and whatnot in it. Um, and it's stuck on the outside. That's what Copernicus has. Little weird baby bag. And so um, when I hang my bag, Copernicus is on the back of the chair. I just pull Copernicus out, slide him out, dr- like put him on the table in front of everyone. And you see, Dika, this dog sized space axolotl. Yeah. It's it's like galaxy instead of um, just pink or whatever.
2: Oh, does he go for the whiskey? (laughs) <laughs> oh, no.
4: If Sora sees Capricorn start going for the whiskey, she's going to pull it to the <laughs> other side of the table.
0: I think his tongue, which is kind of like a lot of things in animation where it's as long as it needs to be in that seam, and it, like, reaches out, like, two and a half feet and tries to wrap around the whiskey bottle before you're <laughs> able to sort of yank it away. And then it just... <laughs> back into his mouth and then it comes out briefly to lick his eye again and he just stares at you with big unblinking eyes precious
1: with no care for life because i don't know if whiskey is good for
4: copernicus
7: well it's really <laughs> we're gonna be 100 percent honest i don't know what's good for copernicus
4: yeah the things i've seen this thing eat mm. hmm <laughs> have you ever experience no probably
1: not safe never mind mm-hmm.
7: mm. I, I can't i can't see he can um he he can uh fly a plane well sorry not plane a ship Why? Bad. wrong thing
1: C- copernicus can fly a ship
4: wow
7: yeah he's so smart um copernicus blinks
4: i will top up everyone's drinks as i'm pouring <laughs> a drink for myself
7: and he, uh, he can do a lot of things. Um, you have never seen him wield a knife before, have you guys?
3: I think <laughs> that's for the best of everyone involved.
4: Oh, so I wasn't imagining that one time. I just thought I didn't mm-hmm. sleep very well. I was like, there's no way, Copernicus could be carrying that knife, but he was.
7: Well, he's he's carrying all right. <laughs> I to somewhere. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You don't know what you can and cannot do, but yeah. So who are you, Tika?
1: Babysitter and assistant to science. That's the full of it. Currently babysitter. Later, some science will come. And you might get to see me do some exploding. Actually, no, that might not be good, because that'll ruin the demonstration.
7: (laughs) Valid, very valid.
0: It would be ideal for there to be no explosions for... The device that will transport people from one place to another.
7: Sounds weak,
1: Sauce. We could harness the energy and it'll help the ship travel faster, possibly. We don't know yet. We just haven't gotten that far yet, okay? I'm waiting to pitch my idea.
4: Fascinating.
1: It's going to be great, and I think that's part of the reason that you all are here. But also, I heard something about a wedding, and I don't think that's
4: as interesting as the demonstration. Yeah, uh, I mean, we were coming here to do that, and then uh, Chandra was like, Hey, I have a job for you while you're here on our brand new ship that I don't know how the fuck he
3: bugged. Yeah, I know. He's so thoughtful.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He got me flowers.
3: I don't like that thought, Sawyer, and that you're probably right. Not that the ship is bugged? Well, that one of us are bugged.
2: Looks at Masha. I don't have any bugs. I'm bug-free, I think. Unless it's like that microscopic stuff, I don't know. I scratch my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sawyer, Sawyer's just going
4: to quickly, you know, as she can, just like, look in the lining, like, feel through the lining of her jacket and see if there's anything there that shouldn't be there.
0: I don't think you find anything obvious now.
2: She is just now super paranoid.
0: Rightfully so.
2: I'm just going to follow suit and check all of her pockets, check her like jacket pockets. She's going to like open up her jacket a little bit and reveal like (laughs) the Hermes Costello style boob pockets (laughs) from JoJo. (laughs) (laughs) And pull out all of the different walking armory rounds that she has, like mag rounds, these are the thunder rounds, and just put them all on the table.
0: For reference to anyone that doesn't religiously watch JoJo like (laughs) we do, Hermes Costello has literally boob pockets, and I'm not just talking about like, oh, she has pockets on her shirt right over her boob, I mean her boobs are actually pockets where she keeps things inside.
2: Yeah, like, there's a zipper. There is a zipper.
0: Huh.
1: (laughs) How convenient would that be? I mean, honestly. Wow. It would be amazing.
4: Sawyer will look between Zora and Tika and just being like, so are there actually any good places to get married here? Oh, to get married? You're, You're trying to get married? Yeah, yeah. Points between her and Cassandra.
0: Hi, I, Cassandra. I'm
4: Cassandra.
0: Um, I'm the bride. Well, we're both brides. She's hot, <laughs> honey. Ow! <laughs> 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 Does that?
1: <laughs> okay. Wow. Sorry. I'm tried not to cringe, but she she said it already. But you all are really adorable. So much so it's a little bit painful. Um, places to get married. I mean, I usually avoid them, so I can't think of one off at the top of my head.
4: You know what? That's fair.
0: I think the bartender overhears your conversation a little bit as he's, like, kind of checking up on the table. They go, oh, well, you know, there's actually a nice spot on the beach. Oh, God. It's not, like, an official venue or anything, but it's, like, a nice little cliff. It overlooks the ocean, you know, you probably as long as you have the stuff, you can probably find some place to do the ceremony. It doesn't really matter.
1: You all want to get married on
4: the beach? I'm looking for options,
0: you know? I mean, I've never really gotten to be on a beach before. Cassandra says
4: they're pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, getting married on the beach actually sounds pretty nice.
0: Yeah, but uh, I mean, I guess I'm a little worried about all the sand, you know, it's so um Andy rough and coarse
7: <laughs> it's everywhere
1: <laughs> <sighs> is this another birds and the bees thing that i'm missing
7: oh you're missing uh, it i don't two? know if we have
1: time to get into that part
7: wait no you know you know it you know it what do you mean you're missing it three have two people who don't know it what some bitch said that they were missing the birds and the bees
1: i think it was Zika. I just meant was that specifically relating to the birds and the bees.
0: Okay, I was about to say. Oh God!
1: <laughs> no, I, I I
0: know what they are. I just sex education is very important, people.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Moral of the story: I'm pretty sure that Cassandra uh, and probably also Sawyer also had zero sex.
2: <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen any indigenous species here. I don't. Know why you keep talking about the birds and the bees, but okay. I'm gonna have to
4: really get you like a book called like You Have a
2: Body.
3: <laughs> that that makes Zoro <laughs> snort into his drink.
1: <laughs> you have a body. So is the beach, the option that you're choosing. I feel like we could probably look up something better.
4: I mean, we probably. I don't know. I'm I'm open to options. Do you at least want to go see the beach place? I mean, when's say they know we're going to see the beach?
0: Well, you know, I mean, we we don't have to decide right now. We, we have time?
4: Yeah. Yeah, we've got time. We can take a look at a bunch of other yeah, places. I mean, we don't
0: have to rush into anything rashly. Yeah. She takes a sip of her whiskey.
4: So you're just like, wow, you, you, you just described how I do things most of the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how big is his wedding supposed to be?
0: yeah it's it's really going to be a private affair we're sort of doing this without any official blessing of the church of new vesta or either of our parents or anyone they're eloping right that that, that's a nice word for it
4: we're we're very gay and i mean obviously it's kind of (laughs) frowned upon where we're
7: from
0: well it's more that um you are a lady, and I'm not, and uh, people care a lot more about who you marry.
7: One of them is really rich, the other one is not. They're eloping because they're in love or whatever, and that's really it. This is the best way to put it is oh boy, are they gonna upset some daddies tonight.
1: Cool, I can sit on the not rich side. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll drink to that.
0: Same. I'll raise my glass and take a sip. Richie in theory. Chandra's the only one that sits on the rich side.
7: <laughs> oh, please, please. Just say that you're rich, so that way we don't have to say the other thing. How bad do you want to have a ransom on your head?
4: I mean, I thought I already did.
7: I know, but I'm talking about every other fucker over here.
4: Hmm, that's fair.
1: I will casually invite myself to your wedding. Yes. You are invited.
7: <laughs> Yo. I'm the... No, I'm not. I pick up Copernicus. The The ordained ministress is your invite.
4: Aw, oh, thank you, Copernicus. I just see Copernicus in a Pope hat.
0: As you should, because that's, that's his outfit. Yeah, Copernicus <laughs> is now wearing a Pope's hat and licks his eyeball and blinks at you, Tika. Thank you. <laughs> it seems to be a gesture of welcome. i
1: cannot i cannot do the same copernicus but i appreciate the gesture
0: (laughs) with that is there anything else that you all want to do before you go back uh in time for the uh presentation or demonstration
5: you said we saw pictures of wanted posters of most likely zorro right oh 100 yeah
3: there's a whole block-long wall of bounty posters. You saw Zora pointedly look at one and walked away. And then you changed your
4: face instantly.
5: Yeah, you're not, you're not oh. slick. You were never slick. <laughs> Anyways, what I would like to do is if we pass by it, um, first and foremost, are these like paper or are they like hologram type vibe?
0: You know, I think I described them as paper. I think some of them are. Some of them are holograms. I think it's really a hodgepodge. Uh, the ones of Zorro are paper.
5: I will go over them on markers and stuff and draw mustaches. <laughs> and put a minus where the reward is.
4: <laughs> you know, Sawyer probably also made did like a quick check to be like, am I on this board?
5: Yeah, if Sawyer's on it too, I'll, I'll I know what to do.
0: Yeah, I think you do see one of Sawyer. It looks like a newer one because before you weren't like necessarily on the bounty board, but now you are. Because before you were on a milk carton, but now
4: you're on. The... I have upgraded.
5: Is Sawyer's paper or hologram mask? Uh, paper. I will go over on Sawyer's and just color her hair in black entirely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They'll never know it was her. They'll never
5: know. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I'll actually draw glasses. <laughs> They'll never know. I love it. Circle. And it's
4: her Clark Kent disguise.
5: <laughs> yeah, it is. And then lastly on on Sawyer's um, thing, is, is her full name on there or something like that? Uh, yeah, Sarah Davenport. Where the D is, I just put a line so it's Sarah Bort.
4: <laughs>
0: Sarah Babenbort.
5: And it's
4: she's like, how much how much is the bounty? I'm curious.
0: How much is the bounty read? It's a lot. The bounty is probably enough to set you up with a small keep in Nuvesta. Like you could probably buy some land and maybe some vassals to keep
7: it for you. It's not an insignificant sum. I point at it and go, "Oh shit, maybe I could be a lady there too." Holy fuck, doesn't need that hard anymore. Yeah,
0: you could maybe even buy yourself a title. Yeah,
3: Zoro would look at the ones that Vim drew a mustache on, just like you know, that doesn't look too bad.
0: It doesn't look like them at all, right, Dika?
1: Not at all. Not even a little bit. Couldn't tell.
0: Uh, I was thinking it's like the equivalent of a Mario mustache that you buy at the store (sighs) and you put it on.
3: Instead of Zoro, it's Woro.
5: <laughs> wait, wait, I was gonna say, what does, does the poster say like Zorro's name? Yeah. Okay, instead of where it says like Zorro Low, right where like the, the logos, uh, I, I will start adding more letters and and uh, I don't know, um Lopez.
0: Whole <laughs> no other person. Mario Lopez. Wow. <laughs> As you're like looking at this wall. Zoro, out of the corner of your eye, you see someone watching you. Oh no, plot.
4: (laughs) We've been putting it off for so long, it found us.
0: (laughs) Quick, someone do something. He's got to get it off our trail. Plot shield. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
3: uh, Does that person look familiar, or are they just like, you know, just a person scoping out?
0: Out of the corner of your eye, it's hard to tell, but by the time that you actually turn around to look, they've seemed to disappear into the crowd. But you could have sworn that you saw someone that looked a lot like you.
3: Zoro's so just we get to do that demonstration. I think uh an old friend. That's too nice. An assholes here.
4: Uh, what do you mean, an asshole? Is it one we've already met, or is he, it a new one? No. Do you have. Do he, you have
7: more siblings.
3: No. <laughs> it's 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 definitely the one that we met not too long ago.
7: Oh god, she ruins
4: the wedding. Falls her off a cliff.
7: As I'll I'm saying, you. don't don't we don't have to do your wedding or anything yet. Yeah, we'll do it maybe when we're done all of this, and then we can wait a couple days or something.
0: Yeah, wait. I I missed the part where you have. uh, Is this a sister? I I think I was maybe passed out for that part. Or
3: the person that shot you.
0: Oh, oh, she's your sister.
4: Uh, Can we get going? The one who lives in the society.
7: Yeah, she was so fucking injured. I was done. I was tired. I was like, oh my God. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I preferred Zoro. Oh.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got I got thrown out a window after like five minutes and I was already
3: done. Zoro is walking. Zoro is gone.
0: <laughs> For the record, uh, Tika, you would remember Pilar, actually. I think that you would have, in your time with Le- Lechuza, you probably would have met her. She is Zoro's identical twin. OK, and she's kind of always been unhinged,
4: intense,
0: intense, unhinged. <laughs> but yeah, you kind of look around and see if you can witness this person again. But you see nothing and you continue on back to the research facility where you find Dr. Atoikian and Chandra waiting for you. And Chandra says, well,
7: I'll go by association. No, I'm not.
0: Yes, I I, I just—I literally, your, your mama did me a solid once a long time ago, and I paid her back in kind, and I went to her wedding because there was free booth. There was an open bar.
7: I ain't your uncle. Sounds like you're my uncle, and you're just a free commitment.
2: I like to imagine that the Franklin backpack form is just so heavy, like two guys are just trying to carry it and are failing. Maja comes over, picks it up with one arm, just with the greatest of ease.
0: That's exactly what's happening. There's like a couple of just like poor interns that are Um. trying to pick this up. Oh, oh, thank you. (laughs) They're doing a summer internship. (laughs) Yeah, they like sag and are like sweating and... Dr. Atokian says, uh, yes, yes, I think it's, it's about time that we get going with this demonstration. And I'll explain to you what we're doing here. She and Tika lead you through the facility, which is full of wonders. It's all like chrome and futuristic looking. Like, imagine the labs in iRobot, I think is a good example. It's, it's like all white and chrome and just like very sterile looking but there's all kinds of cool experiments going on like you see that they're doing some mech experimentation they also have a chemistry lab where they're working on stuff Um, you also see a biohazard lab and you see that there is an intern you can like look through the window of the lab door you see an intern is feeding a voltage to a little squirming, wiggling mass inside of a containment field.
3: Oh no. Oh no. McFucking, excuse
2: me. Isn't that interesting? I thought, didn't we see something like that? I suddenly want to
4: really get off this planet. Is that wrong? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you like our new friend there? Chandra points to it.
3: No, not at all. Really, no. no.
0: Well, I have you to thank, because uh, this little guy is going to bring power to thousands of colonies. Oh,
4: no. And then eat them.
0: Well, we're working on
7: that part. I was going to say, you know what? The-
4: you just have a spray bottle and just go, no!
7: The new Tiawanans, they don't like amphibians. You're going to make this worse. Now it's just going to be the color green.
0: Technically, this is a bacteria colony, not uh,
7: amphibians. Yeah, but it's green. You know what else is green? The
4: frogs. Frogs. The
0: frogs. Well, we'll take it under consideration. Anyways, this entity is going to hopefully bring cheap power to many colonies in the Long Rim that are struggling like Akira 7 once was. And my hope is, of course, is that if we can patent this technology, that uh, we'll become very rich. And Dr. Otoikian sort of just laughs and goes, Oh, Chandra, always thinking about money. They go past that room and you find yourselves in an incredibly large chamber, perhaps the largest chamber that you've found so far This one, thankfully, you didn't have to, like, actually gown into or anything because there's no biohazard stuff going on. There's um, nothing like that. But what you see before you is a large ring-like structure that is roughly the size of a person. It looks very much like the Blink Space gates that you're used to seeing. It's just many, many times smaller. The ones that you normally see, obviously, are so big that, you know, a huge ship can fit through them. This one, probably a person could go through it. Dr. Toikian says, this is the Blink Space Hyperdrive prototype designation 007. Our first working gate was 005, but it was the size of a kitchen cabinet. This is our first attempt at this large of a scale. The final product, of course, will be large enough even for a frigate-class ship.
4: What happened to 006?
0: Well, she looks at Tika.
4: I shrug. It's not here anymore.
0: There was an unfortunate accident with 006. But, as you know, well, Chandra knows this, but this is more for your benefit. She looks to the rest of you. I and my team are working on revolutionizing space travel as we know it. We are trying to build a better blink space gate. Not only a better, more optimized construction process that will have the time it usually takes to build gates, which will greatly improve their accessibility to the long rim, of course, but they will also reduce relative time dilation on travelers. So imagine for a moment the implications. Blink space gates that travel through space and time. Time between blink space gates becomes immaterial. Communication delays completely negated. It will change our civilization as we know it. It was my and my partner's dream. If only they were here to witness the prototype. And you actually realize as you walked into this room, you see that this room is called the Weaver Memorial Lab. They sort of clutch a ring that you see now that, of course, how could you not have seen it before on their left ring finger? But yes, this will change bling space travel as we know it. And I cannot wait to show you what we have done here. Now, Tika, if you would be so kind as to stand by for the emergency shutoff and Chandra, you and your friends, please uh, stand behind that yellow tape on the floor there, and we will be ready to begin. So I think that unless y'all have any quips or anything to say. Um,
4: when don't we? <laughs> this
0: is true. <laughs> I, look
5: at, I look at all of this. I look at Chandra. I look at all of this. I look back at
0: Chandra. I just go, oh, if I die, you know, you're going to be really fucked. You're not going to die. This is perfectly safe. Isn't that right, Dr. Simona? And uh, Dr. Otoiki and Smiles says, it's perfectly safe.
3: Sora looks at Tika. Is this safe?
0: <laughs> How does Tika respond
1: to that? Uh, Yeah, it's fine. I worked on it.
3: Sora <laughs> was going to step behind Tika.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Simona says, well, we have run this particular iteration of this experiment a few times now we feel fairly confident that it is safe however no experiment is truly 100 percent safe which is why i'm having you stand back and uh you see actually that there is behind the yellow tape as you step back a little force field comes up it acts as this sort of shimmering barrier between you and the rest of the experimental chamber
1: so do
3: you want to stand near me, or do you
1: want to stand behind the force field? No, behind the force
4: field, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yep, force field, sounds great.
1: I go
5: behind the force field, but maybe look for like a wall or something to hold on to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: i not the most balanced even without that shit, you know?
4: Blair oh holds tight to Cassandra's hand.
0: Cassandra squeezes back. And so a console emerges from the ground before Dr. Atoykian, and as you stand back, the blink space hyperdrive gate roars to life. A sudden wind nearly blows you back as the space before you is suddenly occupied by blink space, a paracausal dimension that has allowed humanity to overcome the problem of traversing the massive expanse of space. When once generation ships would take centuries to reach their final destinations amongst the stars, now, if a blink space gate is nearby, the trip takes seconds. Dr. Atoykian turns to you. You can't see her eyes past the blue light that reflects off her glasses. She has to yell over the roar of the machine. Now, I will demonstrate the time dilation reversal capabilities of 007. I programmed this window to open to this room as we entered. When I do so, I... And then, suddenly, all hell breaks loose. Fuck you. So behind you, the doors burst open. And you see what appears to be five mechs bursting into the room. And you hear, over the sound of the machine and the wind... Someone is yelling. You you can't quite make out the voice, but you can hear something along the lines of Dr. O'Toikian, you have to stop this! And as you hear this person yelling, you see before you that Dr. O'Toikian is not paying attention to anything that's happening around her. It's almost like she can't see anything in the room. She can't see the mechs. She can't see you. All she can see is a figure in the shimmering surface of the Blink Space Gate. She reaches her hand out to touch its surface. And you see that there are tears in her eyes. And then there is a great blue light. And then there is nothing.